worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Live and local on Saturday mornings with your host, David Held. Local issues and community information. Every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 1480 WHBC. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. This is David Held, and you are listening to News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's 54 degrees outside. And our next guest is Dr. Tim Collins. He's the president of Walsh University. And um, they're going to be answering the shortage of pilots. There's a shortage of international pilots in the United States and around the world. And uh, Dr. Tim Collins is on the line because they've got a new prob. They've got a new program to solve that problem. Doctor Tim, how are you today? Good morning, David. Swords up, swords up from North Canton, Ohio. Hey, on your last segment, David, when you're flying the airplane and you pull the stick back and the trees get smaller. Keep pulling, buddy. Keep pulling, because they'll start to get bigger. Pull up, pull up, right? You know that's the thing. It's like when you're driving a car, you you know you go to the right or the left, right, with the steering wheel. And what do they call that? The yoke on the airplane, right? The the steering wheel for the yoke on the yeah. On the plane. The airplanes, it could be a yoke, it could be a side stick, it could be a you know whatever you want to call it. It's what makes the airplane turn. Or it can be a life changer. In my case, when I when when my <laughs> boss handed me the the you know, because you got two controls, right, or two steering wheels there. He said, go ahead and take over. And I thought, you know, I've seen this in the movies before where you just, you know, you could turn the right or the left, then you go, you know, push forward, your plane's going down, you pull back, and the plane's going up, right? So I was doing a little overcorrecting there, and I cracked under the pressure. I was like, just take, just take it, because we started going straight <laughs> up. And then I overcompensated, and then we're going straight down. And, I mean, th- this this brings new meaning to, like, you know, a thrill ride, Right, because it was, we were going a little steeper than the average roller coaster, and so uh, yeah, it is. It is a it is a very high speed roller coaster ride. That's for sure. My oh my! And so, and you yourself have trained pilots, the fighter pilots, in the Air Force, right? And um, so you got a lot of experience flying yourself, and also training pilots. And you decided to bring that experience to Walsh, and now they've got an aviation program. Tell us about that. Yeah, we we do, David, but we have an aviation program, not not because of my experience necessarily. It's because Walsh has recognized there is an international need for pilots. American Aviation in Akron, they have recognized this as well. They're, they are both a school uh, education institution as well as a flight school, so they've been working hard on training professional pilots. And so we see what's happened is, Pilots are a national treasure. They're a national jewel. They're very hard to find. They're very hard to get trained to the level that we need them so that we can maintain the safest air space, uh, most complex airspace, by the way, you know, anywhere in the world. And we train uh, most of the world's pilots as well. So there's a huge shortage, David, and it's being caused by a couple of things. Uh, the first is just the retirement. There's a big wave that's going on with retiring 
around the world as the pilots that sort of grew up in the 80s are now uh, you know, reaching retirement age and they're moving on. And this is happening everywhere around the world. And so we're expecting about a 13% growth in air commerce over the next couple decades. It's growing right now. And so there's a shortfall of nearly 15,000 pilots a year just right here in America. So Walsh University, looking at what the problem was, we think that we have a responsibility not just to train our students, to educate our students, to prepare them for their careers, to prepare them for their life and their life's purpose, but we're also supposed to make a contribution. The institutions of higher education have always served a public good, and one of the goods that we do is that we meet the needs of the workforce. And so we recognize this is a problem, and so we've created a partnership with American Winds in Akron, and so they do the flight training. They've been doing uh, work up to through the associate's degree. But if you have a bachelor's degree and you're going to interview for an airline, you go right to the top of the stack. Ooh, so and there's there's yeah, there's hope and, for somebody and, like me. There's hope absolutely. for, right? I mean, hey, yep, I've got my bachelor's. Absolutely. I mean, can somebody who is, uh, you know, what what is the typical um, student that wants to become a pilot? Do you have, you know, what they would, you would normally call non-traditional students or or older students, or do you look for people that are in their 20s? How does that work when it comes to pilots? Yeah, it's amazing, David. Um, You'll find pilots from all areas of study, from all walks of life. You'll find pilots with engineering degrees. You'll find pilots with, you know, English literature degrees. You'll find pilots that are doing this fresh out. You know, the Army has a program from high school to a cockpit for just helicopters, You'll find pilots that have um, all levels of education. Most of them are well-educated, and they're of all ages. Some of them have gone through college. They've gone out. They've gone into the workforce, and then they've had a change of heart, or they've decided they want to try something new, or they get involved in general aviation just perhaps like you would. You take some lessons. You get your private pilot's license. You say, hey, I'd like to do this full-time. So they then work on all their certifications that they need to become an airline transport pilot, and they join the workforce in commercial aviation. So they come from everywhere. So then, and when you first everywhere, and when you first get started as as a pilot, I mean, there's there's kind of like a hierarchy of of positions, right? I mean, they're they're not going to put you in charge of uh, you know flying passengers, right? I mean, you're going to take care of equipment or cargo first, uh, or how does that work? Yeah, actually, David, you know, in the aviation world, there are all kinds of jobs. I mean, and I'm sure our Economic Development Authority people can tell us the impact, for instance, that Canton Akron Airport has here on our economy. It is amazing uh, just how far this reaches. Like you drop the rock in the middle of the pond and it you know, goes out onto the shoreline all across the pond. But in the pilot world, in, in that career path, and that is a career path, you can think of it like a ladder system. Mm-hmm. You start with a student pilot, and you just keep climbing the ladder, private pilot, commercial pilot, instructor pilot, airline pilot. Um, and so as you go up that ladder, at different points, you can have different roles in the aviation world. For instance, if you're just a certified flight instructor, you can be teaching in flight schools anywhere in the country. Yeah, and a lot of them also you know, will find themselves perhaps doing some corporate aviation, flying in the corporate world. And then you move up into the airline transport world, and now you'll – you know, can start in the airlines with uh, maybe the regional airplanes and then work yourself up into the international. But it's a completely different career path than you would say, for instance, for a flight attendant or for a cargo specialist or for, you know, um, someone who's, you know, doing a ticket agent or someone who's hauling fuel around an airport. They're, they're all different. But 
the pilots are in general, you know, the most highly educated, and that's because of the responsibility that they take when they climb in that seat and they take those passengers, you know, underneath their wings. Yeah, you've got other people's lives in your hands.